Alrighty, here we go. First things first, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Did you pardon the turkey? Me either. Gobble gobble that motherfucker. <laughs> By the way, who was the first person to stuff a loaf of sourdough up the bird's ass? What a gamble, and what a payoff. God bless him. I know penicillin and the internet are pretty great, but how come turkey stuffing is rarely mentioned amongst humanity's greatest achievements? Second things second, it's a shame even the pandemic was unable to spare us the humiliation of our most embarrassing holiday, Black Friday. How ironic to have our celebration of gratitude be immediately followed by one where we're encouraged to trample on each other for the chance to buy a cheap toaster we don't really need. Third things third, is anyone else getting sick of this quarantine? Of not being able to gather with friends, or hug your family, or eat at the Indian buffet? This bullshit <laughs> is getting old, and there seems to be very little progress being made by our medical professionals. I guess it's up to me to figure this one out. How about this? What if we were to close down our hospitals to COVID patients? They will still treat people with other ailments like broken bones or heart attacks. But anyone who comes down with the virus will be sent home to ride it out. The benefits will be immediate and twofold. Firstly, without the safety net of hospitals, people will finally do a better job of self-isolating and wearing a mask. Secondly, those who don't will die off pretty quickly. Either way, this thing will fizzle out in no time. Trust, and that's the last thing I'll ever say about the pandemic, especially now that it's finally been resolved. Fourth things fourth, what's up with these dick head cyclists and their unreasonably bright LEDs during these long winter nights? Blinding those around you seems even more dangerous than the possibility of them not seeing you. Those blinking lights get seared into my eyes and I can still see them hours after getting home. Anyone in need of LASIK eye surgery should save their money and instead go for a nighttime bike ride in beautiful U- City redacted. State redacted. It's a good thing revenge is a dish best served at 100,000 lumens. I have been shopping for the brightest flashlight commercially available to civilians, one that runs on a Prius battery and kicks back and recoil when switched on. And fifth things fifth, full disclosure. The information presented in this one I have not learned firsthand as I have never been incarcerated since I am a law-abiding citizen, and what laws I have broken, I have not been caught for. So, the advice for this week is, don't get caught. Unfortunately, not everyone is as elusive as I. This one goes out to my more than 10.3 million homies behind bars worldwide. Today we'll be covering prison tips and etiquette. I gathered this knowledge from countless hours of exhaustive Netflix and YouTube research. I have also been enjoying programs about hoarders, drug addicts getting intervened upon, and pregnant teenagers, basically anyone who appears to have it worse than me, must be a low self-esteem thing. Anyhow, before you even begin serving your time, there is a couple of things you can do in preparation for the horrors to come. If you're a smoker, you will want to quit as cigarettes are as good as money in prison. In there, you can also barter with ramen noodles, postage stamps, and drug-free urine to buy goods and services. You know you're fucked when you find yourself treasuring ramen and pee. Additionally, you will want to make sure your immunizations are up to date. Personally I would double up on some vaccinations like the ones for hepatitis and tuberculosis. Also, if possible, take a self-defense course or, at the very least, watch a Chuck Norris movie. I am partial to the one where he discreetly rides into town, quietly minding his own business and somehow ends up whooping everybody's asses. While serving your sentence you won't have much of anything except for time. 
You can use all that free time to learn a new language, or write your memoir, or exercise, or, here's a wild idea, reflect on the poor choices that have led you to getting locked up, or, here's an even wilder idea, master the fine art of making prison wine aka pruno, you will need. 10 organic heirloom navel oranges 1 cup sugar in the raw 10.75 ounces rapid rise kosher yeast packet 16 ounces warm water 1 ziplock quart bag with power shield technology and about 1 week fermentation time. Cheers. It is impolite to ask your fellow inmates what crimes they were convicted for, but, if someone asks you, whatever you do, do not say you were incarcerated for f***ing <laughs> a child as they really frown upon that in there. Ain't that some shit? Those criminal lowlifes have had their most fundamental rights taken away because they cannot be trusted out in society, and yet they still find a way to get catty and judgy with each other. To their credit, at least they show a little more judiciousness than some religions. I was taught that, in God's eyes, a sin is a sin, and all sins are equally despicable and to be avoided alike. So, in God's infinite wisdom, cheating on a pop quiz is equivalent to genocide. Also, Avoid making eye contact with other prisoners as that could be interpreted as a challenge or a common, neither of which is a good message to be broadcasting in jail. Kinda sounds like high school in there. Finally, when you finally get out, you will want to apply for a job in the military as that is one of the few places that will hire an ex-convict. It will not be much of an upgrade as the army is very similar to prison, but with less moral decency and more guns. No wonder the rates of recidivism are so high. More than 50% of inmates released in the US end up back behind bars. Like I said, not getting caught in the first place is the best alternative. Well, that's it for today. Hope you learned something good. Robot rant completed.